Hello, my friends. I am Teresa Rich, the founder of 100% Real with Teresa podcast. Because I believe the world needs more positivity in it. Also, please tag me at heartcenteredgrowth or teresarich.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy my friends. If you're at the stage of wanting to build your business currently, or you're just starting out, or you're in the middle of your business, even if you're at the end of a phase of your business, either way, there will be creativity that is within your business. And again, I can only but share my experience with you. When I first started out doing my business, my whole creativity was found in either an email, either a podcast, either a a handout, a business card. Everything took and consumed creativity from me because everything about me was coming out in the way I did my treatment, the way I presented my leaflets, the way I presented my business cards in those days. Now, when I first started, it was like 30 years ago. So it was a long time ago before the internet existed. But every advert that went out or word of mouth that went out, there was a lot of creativity or pamper sessions that went out. There was so much creativity that was put into it. And in the early days, I didn't know or have time for thinking about anything else. I was totally all consumed with the thought process. So I would wake up in the morning and think about the detail of either a client or either my leaflet. And so it went on. And I didn't realize that there was creativity in building a business, but it made me become successful. But it stopped me from having a social life because when I was, it didn't stop me, but You know, it was all consuming because in order to grow, I had to be obsessive about it. And I think anyone that actually grows a business is going to be obsessive. You have to be able to picture what you want your business to be like, what you want it to offer, what sort of clarity you want around it in order to allow that side of you to actually grow. And then and only then can you start building that business. And it's a bit like when you picture how you want your body to look, how you want your nutritional plan to be. What you're actually doing in your business is you are actually picturing how you want it to play out. So you can visualize it either through a vision board or a description that you read every day. But it's important that you do know And you picture what it is that you actually want. Otherwise, you're going to be getting creative about the wrong things. And it does have to align with your values. So my values are love. I won't work with people that do not 
um, have love in them. <laughs> That's one of my values and energy. I want people that I connect with to be on the same journey as myself in wanting to create health for themselves and health for others. So they're my values. And it's the same thing with the business. It's all about health. So, and women, as much as I possibly can do that for. So that's where my business and creativity plays out through. And you need to think about your own self. What is your business creativity? What what creates your business? What does it look like? And then once you can get crystal clear by either working out your image, what, you know, the whole thing looks like where you work from down to the detail of your leaflets or business cards or website or Instagram feed or Facebook feed, then that creativity starts taking care of itself. And I was having this conversation um, with one of my students, actually, and I was talking about creativity and she didn't think she was actually creative. She actually said to me, but Teresa, I'm not creative. I don't have it in me. And I said to her, you've been on four of my courses and you're highly successful now. You are creative. You're creative with the way you do treatments. You're creative with the way you've presented your website you're creative with the way you book people in you are creative it's just that your business has totally consumed all that creativity and now that she's up and running and she's highly successful she can start thinking about what she can do for herself to build in her own creativity and this is what I personally found when I'd reached the point where I felt that I was actually now living my creativity through my business. I was then able to downsize my business and start working on my own personal creativity. Because before that, my whole life was fueled by myself in my business. Um, Whether that was right or wrong is another topic, but that's the way it was. And I have people that come on my courses now that have been on them like 10 years ago and come back. And it's lovely to see. And now I find that I'm able to cut back and make space for things of creativity that I want to do for myself that I didn't have the time to do when I first started in my business. So what I'm trying to say to you is there is a phase where it takes a lot of work and creativity to throw everything about yourself into that business. Now, I don't know whether that's right or wrong, um, but it certainly worked for me. It couldn't not because my seed was going into that area. I mean, it didn't stop me from exercising and and everything, but I didn't have the chance when I was building my business to, you know, sew, make candles, you know, do art, you know, do all of those things that were part of me, but I didn't recognize it came out through my business. So it was, I was, it was a very giving creative stage. So if you're in that stage, just understand that one day you're going to get to a certain place 
where you'll be able to downsize your business. You'll have achieved as much as you can in your business and you'll be able to start working on that part of yourself for your own creativity. So now for myself, I'm really happy because not that I wasn't happy before I was, but I started fight. It felt intuitive for me to start downsizing um, areas of my business. So I started cutting back on the clients. I started, and this all started from the pandemic. And then I started cutting back on the courses I offer. So I'm not offering as many. Um, and I'm lucky that I can do that. But what that then allows me to do is get in touch with myself. So what I've been doing is I've been learning about candle making. I still do courses to improve myself. I mean, since the pandemic, I've done a number of different courses that I've studied. Um, so I will never stop learning. But the creative side of me is there where I can schedule a couple of hours on a Sunday afternoon. And I it's it's not about having to give to other people. It's about feeding my soul. And if they go out as Christmas presents or birthday presents, even better. But it's something that I can potter around with and just enjoy. And as I get to see many forms of creativity, I feel that there is so much in life that we can totally enjoy, whether it's looking at herbs, whether it's cooking, whether it's, like I said, I'm doing some candles, um, sewing, you know, any of these making music, learning an instrument, it's just waiting for us to actually take those opportunities and make the space for us to actually do that. But if you're at the early stages of your business, then your business must probably need you for the first couple of years to allow your business to actually thrive to the optimal level it's capable of doing. Because, again, I can only speak through personal experience. I found that's what's worked for me. And when I've watched students that have become successful, they always knew what the picture is they wanted to create and they had a deep meaningful understanding of why they were doing it and one of my students I remember her saying to me she said to me the reason why she wanted to do reflexology was because when she went to a reflexologist and she was busy and working she was very stressed. It was really hard work, the job she had. And she went to this lovely reflexologist that had time for her and was there for her. And she created that reflexologist created space where in the normal world, the outside world, outside of her treatment, she was not able to get that space. And this reflexology gave her that and she wanted some of that. And that's what caused this particular student to come on and learn reflexology and go in that direction. So she knew what her purpose was. She knew why it was important for her to give that to her clients, that space with reflexology so she could help them. And she made plans. And I saw her on Facebook and sometimes I'd catch up with her after she passed her exam. 
but I'd see her out there going to different events. And now she has a huge intake of clients. So this is what I've seen people have to do. Again, I don't know whether it's the case of having to do it, but this is what I've seen people do. And then they becoming living proof of what it is possible to achieve with their dreams and their creativity, the way they are as a person, comes out. So that's what I really wanted to say to you. You can be creative in your personal life. Um, but in the early days, try and not to um, try and get really crystal clear on the type of people you want to surround yourself with as well, because there's going to be many challenges um, as you try to, you know, have the correct mindset to keep going forward. And you're going to need all of that in order to move forward. And you need to have the right accountant. You need to have the right um, community of people, the right type of accountability buddy or mentor that's going to say, yeah, you're doing really, really well. Not people that are jealous of you and don't want you to succeed because you're going to need all that creativity to keep going. And the other final thing is, it's very important to make a commitment to yourself more to you um, and get comfortable with that pledge that you've made that promise to yourself to show up and put the work in because many people expect to get the rewards when they haven't put the work in. And um, it's a state, it's a time of where we're living in, to be honest. They think that by putting up one post on Facebook that flocks of people are going to come through the door. Well, unfortunately, you've got to nurture your clients. You've got to put a lot in to your business in order for to succeed. And then once you've done that, you will then um, have created the type of business you want and you'll be happy around that. And then you can start evolving your own personal side. So from my experience, put your life on hold for just that short term, throw yourself into your business, um, make sure it's totally in alignment what your boundaries, your relationships, your family and all this sort of thing is um, and know what sort of picture you want to create from the environment you work in, the times of day you work, the type of clients you want, you know, how much money you want to charge, all of these sort of things. And then you can start setting yourself targets to achieve that by getting out and making it happen, you know, joining network meetings, jo going to events, putting on pamper parties um, and so on. And I know you can be a success because I'm speaking from personal experience of actually having been there and done it. And I think um, if I look back, I would love to have had a person like myself saying this is how it's done, because there were many years where it was really lonely um, because there was no internet and I didn't have, I didn't know of anyone in business that could be a prime example. And I remember saying, you know, I had different friends, but no one was in business. They were all working, you know, employed people. And I used to, you know, say, I just feel like I need someone to guide me, to tell me what's okay, what's not okay. And, I, it was a bit like 
<laughs> trying to find my way through a load of sticky toffee. I didn't know anything about business. I do now, but I didn't then. And um, I think if I would have had podcasts in that time, I would have learned so, so much more. And I just wanted someone then to sort of like hold my hand and say, this is how it's done. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I did what I thought was right. And actually looking back, I know now what I did was right because I never was, I always conducted myself in the right way. I never conducted myself, um, without integrity. I think that's the word. And now I'm in my fifties. I can look back and think, I remember the people that weren't, didn't have integrity, you know, years later. And I remember the way they acted, but I can actually look at myself in the mirror and say, I actually did. You know, I was honest. Um, you know, I showed up on time, all the basic stuff. I wasn't dishonest with people. I didn't try to take them for a ride. And I'm still like that. So really, looking back, I most probably didn't need to be shown um, how to do it. And I'm sure you're the same. That's why you're listening to this podcast. And if you are listening to this podcast, put the work in. It is a struggle in the early days, but then you find that the people that want to come to you will come to you because they love you for who you are. And you'll have a problem trying to get rid of them. <laughs> so you'll end up inundated with clients and um, there will be the ones that are booking in months ahead of time. Um, because they love you for whatever it is that you're doing for them. So when you get to that point, let me know. And then let me know what sort of hobbies you're going to do once your business is up and running. Because that is when you've, you've actually feel like you're most probably at the top of the mountain in that area. I now feel like I'm at the bottom of the mountain in doing creativity for myself. I'm learning where to set the perimeters, where to have the boundaries, um, and so on. So life's all a learning experience, isn't it? But, you know, do listen to these podcasts and let me know, you know, what stage are you in in your business? Are you at the early stage where you're just starting out? Are you at the thriving stage? Or are you at the stage where you're trying to cut back on clients because you're so busy? I just wanted to send you lots of love today. And I truly, truly hope that these podcasts are actually helping you. Do let me know because I'm always interested in hearing from you and have a fantastic week and give it all the love that you possibly can and also do that for your clients. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode of 100% Real with Teresa. Please share this with your friends. We each have a responsibility to bring more light and love into this world. The world needs more people like you. So go ahead and share so you can bring more hope and inspiration where it's really needed. Remember, we are so grateful to have you in this female community for heart-centered growth. Sending you a 
big high five for being absolutely fabulous for listening to 100% Real with Teresa podcast.